Hey everybody, you're going to hear a baby in the background, but you are also going to hear in this episode a reference both to Christmas and Halloween because we recorded this a while ago. Uh, but in any case, you should follow us on TikTok and on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, hit us up, leave us a review, follow, subscribe, do the things. Uh, but yeah, here's the show. where a happily married couple tells you to end your relationship. I am your host, Graham Buckner, and with me is always my co-host and wife, Carolyn Buckner. Hello. Uh, so, much like last episode, um, or two episodes ago, I don't know when we're going to release this, it doesn't matter, but um, this is what we would call evergreen content. Look <laughs> it up. But, uh, anyway, so somebody wrote in asking us a series of questions about ourselves, uh, we answered in the longest possible way mm-hmm. <laughs> in the last one, which I maintain is fine um, because I think, you know, our asides are part of the story. So shut up. <laughs> um, but the next question is, how has having kids changed y'all's friendship, if it has at all? Um, like our friendship with each other? To each other, okay. yeah. Um, it definitely has. Yeah. We do not spend as much time together. Yeah, for sure. Alone. Yeah. We probably spend just as much time together, if not more. Yeah, (laughs) probably more. Um, Probably more. Um, So, because us having kids is also the beginning of COVID. That all happened at the same time. And so we definitely spend more time together because we went from me working out of the house five days a week to us being at home together all the time. time, And and without seeing other people. Without seeing other people. And so, yeah, it's more so... How did the pandemic change your friendship? Yeah. Um, But but no, it's like, you know, having friends, it was is challenging when you have kids yeah um, because you just don't have a lot of bandwidth emotionally yeah. physically um your, your time wise like even your energy is just zapped it's just gone yeah by all the time yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say by a certain time of day i'm just like i don't have energy. yeah what is energy no yeah and so you know when you have like an infant who's just like crying intermittently all night it's just like you don't wake up feeling energized in any way so it's just yeah. like you're just zapped the whole day it's just like i'm not gonna go spend time with people yeah. now and so wait that, wait are that, we talking about our friendship with them yes okay. but i'm saying that also impacts our relationship because we don't have as much energy to like devote to each other like if we're if we have alone time we maybe just want to sit there on our phones and like not engage yeah so tired or like we don't have anything to engage on because we've been with each other yeah i think that's a hard one is like Sometimes you can even, like, hear my work calls. <laughs> so yeah. it's just, like, you even know everything like, that everyone vice says. vice versa. It was just, like, she was very up-to-date on what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> my job all the time. Yeah. And so, like, whatever. And, like, whatever. I don't want to hear about her job. And she yeah. doesn't really want to hear about mine. And I barely want to hear about mine. So, like, <laughs> it's not, like, yeah. that's not going to be our conversation. And 
And since you've been staying home, I, I think, like, since I've gone back to work, work has been, like, really, really crazy and taking a lot of my mental energy. Yeah. So by the time, like, the kids are in bed, I'm, like, just, I can't think about anything. I can barely hold a conversation. Um, that being said, when we do get to have, like, energized time mm-hmm. together, like, we went on a date night the other night, it's like because we're not constantly talking to each other, we have stuff to talk yeah. about, you know, which is great um, because I've, I haven't experienced this in forever. I think mostly because I feel comfortable with you, but, mm-hmm. like, when you don't have anything to talk about with your spouse and it's just, like, quiet and you're just, like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I felt like there was, like, awkward silence when we first got married, but then I just got comfortable having silence yeah. with you because it was, like, when I was with you before, we were, like, on a date or, yeah. like, we were just hanging out. But, like, you were always going to go home. Mm-hmm. But now it's just, like, your home is my home. What do we talk about? Yeah. But eventually that got fine. But now it's more so we we don't have to have a stream of consciousness conversation. And so when we do get to talk, we have more to talk about. But even when we couldn't go anywhere or do anything because of the kids and, and mm-hmm. the pandemic, we, it's, it's nice to talk about not yourselves and not what's going on in your life sometimes. So like, yeah. I also do a lot of podcasts and I watch a lot of like mini docs and stuff like that. And so I just learn things yeah. that I think are interesting. Like before the podcast, I was telling him like about how I read about intermittent fasting and women. And it's just like, we end up kind of just talking before about... Before we started recording this podcast. Yes, She's yeah. saying before we started. Yeah, podcast. before we started recording this podcast, <laughs> I was like, let me just tell you about this thing that I read. Yeah. And... Um, I've already done intermittent fasting, though, so like I already knew about it. She was just mansplaining it, but in any case... Um... I, I think I specifically said intermittent <laughs> fasting and women. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> No, I, she told me some stuff it's... I didn't know. It's, but yeah, it's just like... Learn, Keep learning things that you think are interesting yeah. because those are those are good things to talk about to maintain like a marriage friendship. I, I'm curious if to you if you feel the same. But like you know, they're talking specifically like about like the non romantic part of our marriage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like since having kids, that has really been like our friendship has been like a saving grace in our marriage. Like I feel like we like are much more reliant. Like once we have kids and like life is crazy, we are more reliant on our friendship because like it's really hard to like have like this like romantic gestures and part of our relationship when like the house is a mess, this kid is crying, I've stepped on seven toys just walking to get a cup I of water. In four days yeah. And I smell like and so like i feel like our friendship kind of came to like the forefront when we had kids of our relationship because like there's like it's more like a friendship is more relaxed than a romantic relationship yeah. having children isn't romantic yeah <laughs> that's, that's what you're saying it's not romantic it takes a lot of the romance out of your home yeah but and so but yeah. i feel like our years of like least arguing has been since we've had kids, I feel like. And I think like one, it just like really forced us to be a team. We've never really been. We haven't been. Yeah. But I just felt like, I felt like the first year with Dawson, like we, I was like, I just, we've like 
barely argue. And I feel like it's really like maintained that way because I think having kids, it just was like, I have to rely on this person. Like we have to be a team. It also puts things into perspective. So like things matter less that like maybe you would have cared more about before. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't have the bandwidth to care <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> about whether or not you leave these cabinet doors open. I'll just yeah. close them because there's more important things. Yeah. Life, like this kid that won't stop screaming. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think too, it gave me perspective on like, you want what's best for me. Cause I feel like, you know, like in the, you know, Dawson was such a bad sleeper and like in the middle of the night, I feel like it was just like really obvious that we were a team because like we would just switch out and very rarely like I feel like sometimes we would go and ask the other person to switch but I feel like a lot of times it would just be that like the other person would show up you'd be like up with him in the middle of the night and I would show up or I'd be up and you would show up and just be like hey go lay down I'll take a turn um and so I feel like there's um I don't know I feel like our friendship has grown deeper even though it feels like we don't really get to spend that much time with each other i'm also not gonna lie discussing our quote-unquote friendship makes me uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) i just never think about us as yeah me neither don't get me wrong we are yeah it just feels so this is what i told it it, this is not wait (laughs) this is what i told Karen because people always talk about I married my best friend. Shut up. <laughs> Maybe you did. Maybe you did marry your best friend. I don't know. I don't know if you were best friends. Maybe you guys were best friends and then you fell in love. That's beautiful. Kind of. I hate it. <laughs> but, um, friend that is not your spouse <laughs> or your significant other. Yeah. Because that ends up being too much pressure yeah on your partner especially when it comes to things that like this they could be this the stress right yeah (laughs) like and it's not anything wrong right say like you care's just been like super stressed out at work and i'm starting to get to a breaking point because i feel like i'm internalizing all of it but like Mm -hmm. i'm but like I don't know what to do with that. And I can't just tell her, like, I wish you'd stop telling me about your life. It's just like, I just need to go give, I just need to release my stress to my best friend who will listen to it and doesn't live in our house. Yeah. And isn't the source of the anxiety or whatever. Yeah. Or like, you know, if it's something about the kids, it's like, I'm not going to describe that to care. She knows we're yeah. both anxious about it. I'm going to go talk to my best friend about it. Yeah. Um, especially. And then there's things that are like, I'm, I feel anxious or like, I'm like super upset about this thing I saw or whatever. And I know care would it be even more upset about that thing if i told her about yeah. it yeah and she doesn't need to know it exists yeah so i need to go tell my best friend about it yeah and uh it just drives me i also feel like you don't you, you don't like when you say that your significant other is your best friend it's just like <laughs> that's like it's like when those girls say like I just like hanging out with guys. It's just like, <laughs> no, you just have the inability to have friends 
<laughs> you yeah. Just, you have the inability to relate to people you should be relating to. Yeah. I Go think also you don't really ever call me your friend because you feel like it is like it's incorrect. It, yeah. It say, like doesn't accurately represent the the, the relationship. relationship. Because yeah. You should always define any relationship you have with the most significant attribute of said relationship. So the most significant relationship Karen and I have, it's not that we used to be co-workers, it's not that we're roommates, yeah. it's not that, like, that would be weird if I'm like, oh, hey, this is my former co-worker, Care. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it's not wrong, it's weird yeah. to introduce her that way. It's She's, almost so, like calling, like, your boss your friend. Yeah. And it's like, you might have a friendship with your boss, but, like, but I wouldn't be like, still say, this is, this is my boss. This is my friend. This and is, then be like, wait, she's your boss. So, <laughs> this is not my best friend. This is my wife. I, and those are, there's, with that entails so many different attributes and aspects that should not be part of your best friendship. Like those are so different that they should not be related to each other like people shouldn't equate them and they do (laughs) they say like because we have this beautiful romantic in love relationship you're my best friend now it's like that's not what a best friend is idiot yeah have you had a best friend you're just saying you haven't tell me you haven't had a best friend without (laughs) telling me yeah and it just drives me crazy but yeah and so like whatever yeah it's like like, well you're the first person i want to talk to about things it's like yeah yeah, that's your spouse or like my best friend i call my actual best friend i call my brother and so i usually refer to him as that because i have lots of friends yeah but he's my brother and and so like one time i don't know if he was like getting emotional or not but, but i I told this lady, I was like, my brother's coming by later, so, like, I can help get this thing into your car. And so I I had told him, I was like, oh, FYI, I, I, like, called you my brother to her, so, like, if she says something about us being brothers, just, you know, FYI. And so, like, later he was just like, it's nice that you told that lady that we were brothers. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, yeah. That's we are, <laughs> and like we acknowledge it all the time. Like it's it's just part of our life. But it's the point that like, why would I refer to you yeah. as something less than what you are in my life? Because again, you can have. I I feel like I have a, a few best friends. Yeah, but you are the only one that I I have that verbalized with yeah we're that we're yeah. brothers so like why would yeah why and would you I... would never call me a sister so <laughs> like uh yo, like that's the point y'all that's the point i'm getting across now anytime you hear it at a wedding you're gonna like roll your eyes in your head i hope you do i hope you do and i hope you call that bride out when she says you know who never says it the groom <laughs> you know why because his best friend is standing right behind him at the wedding and he knows that he knows they're not best friends. It's always the bride that's like, I didn't marry my best friend. I hope not. I hope that girl that was holding your hair back while you threw up in the club is still your best friend after today. Mm-hmm. Because she worked hard for that title. She carried, 
your shoes. <laughs> wow. The girl who spray painted your hair blue so that you could pretend to be rock stars while looking at yourself in the reflection of the TV. The girl that she earned you get that. Back together with the same boy eight times, <laughs> had the same conversation about your dumb relationship until you finally met your actual husband. It's just like, don't do that to her. That's not, <laughs> I'm serious. That is not fair am i wrong like tell me i'm wrong yeah it's not fair to my maid of honor she probably isn't listening but i didn't call grant my best friend when we got married because we're not we're not (laughs) we've never been friends i told her yeah i tried to friend zone him and i know we've had this conversation on air but yeah i said i'm not your friend i don't want to be your friend i'm not interested in being your friend and to this day he holds that stance and yeah we don't want to be together we don't have to be together but i can guarantee you're not losing a friend if we break up because i don't want to be your friend yeah (laughs) and it's still true to this very day it's still true if you want to fight me then fight me (laughs) i think i think that vine every single day that's funny that little girl with the scarf and she just like waltzes up to the camera and yeah she says like something but like i can't see my haters if you get your haters. <laughs> if you want to fight me then fight me <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes i feel so bad for gen z because it's not just that the internet exists and they put their stuff up we did that too but like it, it almost couldn't go viral yeah the way think tiny tiny things can today yeah <laughs> and their cringe gets immortalized and it is terrifying yeah. just the the thought that the cringy things i did when i was that <laughs> yeah could be solidified in stone and like could become an international maybe national maybe just local meme i know and that's my thing until i'm dead <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, you're the whatever kid. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> well, that being said, friendship is important when you have kids. Obviously, also, you have to have the romantic aspect. But I feel like our friendship has gotten stronger since we had kids. Yes. Even though we're not friends, gross. We're um, not friends, disgusting. <laughs> next question. How did each of you recognize slash what was the moment y'all realized that this was your person? And I, I know not everyone uses that term or, like, maybe necessarily understands what that means. But it's like, how do you know this wasn't the person you wanted to spend the rest of your life with? Yeah. So for me, um, we had been dating for, like, five months, I guess. I think it was about. It was May. Um, and so six months we had been dating. And we – Grant was in a wedding – And we've talked about the couple that's getting married. We've talked about them so much recently on the podcast. Um, They just don't know. Because they're our friends. Because they're our friends. But it's just like, it's come up a lot. It's It's a different thing. Yeah. We're not married to them them now. (laughs) We're not in a quadruple. So we were, you were in their wedding and I just have always hated weddings. I feel really uncomfortable about that. I'm there. I have social anxiety. So obviously weddings are going to be like my least favorite thing to go to. I do not have fun or I did not have fun. And so Grant is in the wedding and um, like 
it's in Winston-Salem. And so, like, he... I go up with him to Winston-Salem because he has the rehearsal dinner. I end up staying with some friends of his that I did not know very well at all. Um, and then we have the wedding. But we're at the rehearsal dinner and... And I, I was not staying with them, just to be clear. No, no, so it was like, just me <laughs> with these friends. She was staying friend. there, and I was staying at a hotel with the groom. And yeah, the yeah. So, like, it's already <laughs> just kind of, like, an awkward situation, and everyone adores Grant, and so, like, everyone always comes up and talks to me, and at the time, I had really bad social anxiety, so it was, like, just a really, over, could be a very overwhelming experience for me personally. But we're at the rehearsal dinner, and I'm sitting next to Grant, and he's just, like, People are giving speeches, and Grant is just, like, leaning over and, like, whispering hysterical things to me. And I was just, like, watching them give speeches, and I just remember looking at him and being, like, I'm actually having a good time. Like, I hate these situations. If I wasn't here with him, I would, like, hate, hate, hate being here. But... Like, he's, like, making this so much fun. Like, I'm having so much fun because he's here. Um, And I just remember being, like, because, you know, it's, like, at a wedding, and I just was, like, I don't know if we're going to get married, but, like, if we do get married, I think I'd be pretty happy about that. So, that was my moment. Oh, that's cute. I don't know that I knew that's when you felt that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't like, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but like, I'd be, I'd be down with this. Going off of that, my, mine was similar in that, like, you interacting with the people in my life, like the people you were just talking about, the, like, how natural... It looked to me, at least, obviously, if you were feeling uncomfortable, it didn't feel supernatural to you, maybe, but... I mean, I didn't feel uncomfortable meeting most of your friends. Right, I just, right. like, big group but, settings. No. <laughs> I stress me out. I know you pretty much. But, um, <laughs> I'm or, just letting you know. Meeting your friends, I yeah, didn't feel no, uncomfortable. I, 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 we're married. <laughs> um, so, it was, but, like, seeing how naturally you fit into my life already mm-hmm. made me like very comfortable with the idea that you were the one um i i did not know if you were supposed to be like my person quote unquote mm-hmm. until i talked to one of the people that you were staying with that night um, <laughs> at the wedding. And because I asked him. They actually didn't stay at the house. I just stayed with our friend's sister. I don't think so. I talked to the brother-in-law of the people that she stayed with. But I was just like, how? To, and he's married. He was married at the time as well. And so I was just like, how do you know because I've never, I, she was the longest relationship I'd ever been in, and, and I had, I would never have said that I was ever in love before, mm-hmm. and so I asked him, I was like, how do you know if you love somebody enough to propose? Like, how, like, 
do what has to happen in you <laughs> to know like I'm ready to mm-hmm. to get married and he was like that's not like uh, there's not a level of love mm-hmm. you know like and if you talk about like levels of love like people understand what you mean but that's not that's not a thing you can quantify mm-hmm. you might be able to but anyway <laughs> generally speaking it's not a quantifiable scientists thing. and doctors we right. want to hear from you <laughs> please write in um but he was saying that like you know with his wife he obviously loves her a ton but he doesn't wake up every day like ooey gooey about mm-hmm. her and like some days he he's not feeling like that really romantic love all the time you know especially because mm-hmm. they have kids and he's just like life gets in the way he's like but that's not why i married her he was like i i love her and what i do is i choose to love her mm-hmm. every day regardless of how i'm feeling mm-hmm. um and and all that matters, he said, all that matters is at the end of the day is you know that that person is going to go up to bat for you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so as long as like you guys are, do love each other, are committed to loving each other, and know that you are there for each other no matter what, he's like, that's all you really need to know. Yeah. Um, he, you know, there's other factors. He's like, but you, you choose to love somebody enough to get married to them every day. Yeah. <laughs> you you choose you choose to love someone the way a married couple should every day for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so he was like there isn't a degree of love you need to have to propose. Yeah. You it's a degree of commitment you have to have to propose. Yeah. And you have to you both have to be on that same page. And so I was like, well I think we I think we're at where you are describing. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm proposing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. And we're having this in his office, this conversation in his office at the horrible investment bank we all worked yeah, at. Yeah. You told my dad when he was like, why do you want to marry her? And you were like, all my other relationships at like three or four months, I was like, I just, you know, you start arguing yeah. and you're like, I don't, I do not like you enough to like deal with arguing. Right. And you're like, but even when we argue, I have yet to want to break up with her. So I guess I should marry her. Yeah. <laughs> when well, I was like, that yeah. seems like a good reason to yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> that was another thing where it was just like, I've never wanted to break up with her. And I've wanted to break up with everyone else I've ever dated at yeah. some point. So that's probably a good sign. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you find out, when you find the person you don't want to break up with. <laughs> yeah. Even like they are driving you insane, but you still are like, okay, you're driving me crazy, but I still want to be with you. As long as the behavior that's driving you crazy isn't toxic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know. abusive right um and it's like she zones out and she doesn't know i'm talking to her and that drives me insane but listen to your friends because like i said all my friends loved her yeah and the only person that said that they had any doubts was a codependent family member who we don't talk to anymore (laughs) 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 because she's the toxic one and everyone's leaving her life yeah um even your mom loved me yeah she still does. She still does. <laughs> the way you said it, it's like, she's dead now. <laughs> mm, she loved me. 
No. Even, I mean, I was so reserved with your family when we first met because I just am a nervous, uncomfortable person. And even then she liked me, even though it took me years to and medication. That's really what it is. It took me could muster every time was you're so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) You look so pretty. And that's him saying, I like you. Yeah. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. I think you're good for my son. He still says that to me. You're gonna be a Buckner. You look beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) He still says that to me. Yeah he does. He means it. He does. He does mean it. (laughs) There's just a lot more behind the words. Well, now he's like, you have such beautiful children. I'm like, I know. <laughs> he, what he's saying is, thank you for making beautiful grandchildren for me. You're welcome. I get to put them on Ancestry.com. Those cute little faces. <laughs> um, okay, so the last question is, what would be your generic advice for a new couple? Mine is always about communication yeah because i have a degree in it and i think it's the most important thing humans can do (laughs) for to one to each other um if you you could be doing nothing else you could be long distance you could see this person once a week if you are effectively communicating with one another you will have a healthy relationship and what that entails is probably more communication than you think would be a correct amount of communication. Yeah. You, and, and, I, and I'm not telling you to harass them. I had a girlfriend that was just like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you mad. Like, blah, blah. I'm like, girl, I am working. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not ignoring your text message. I'm just like an adult man with a job. I'm not saying you need to like, constantly hit up that person's phone Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is you need to talk about things you wouldn't necessarily think they even care about yeah so it's just like or some of it too communication if you had a good time with them tell them yeah well that's part of it yeah because a lot of people just assume do not make assumptions i assume she knows that i had a good time tonight because this was a fun date she doesn't know that at all. <laughs> She's going to go home, crazy overthink it, talk to her friends mm-hmm. about it, call her mom and say, I think he hates me. I, not everybody. That is so common. I'm just like describing yeah. a generic situation. They ask for generic advice. I'm giving a generic situation. <laughs> just say it. Just say it. Even if she wouldn't do that, if you say it, there's a 0% chance she's going to yeah. do that. So if you had a great time, tell her you had a great time. If you think she looks pretty, tell her you think she looks pretty. If you're having doubts about something, tell her about the doubts. If you're in a bad mood because of something that does not have anything to do with her, let her know this has nothing to do with you. And actually, let's talk about why... Of, about what happened, why I'm yeah. in that mood. And I have found in our relationship that if I... I'm trying to figure out like how to verbalize this kind of scenario, where it's like, I don't know, if, I'm, if I notice myself like acting negatively, I guess, I, I have to like pause... And say, like, I'm sorry. 
if like I'm not mad at you. Yeah. This is this is what's happening and like it's actually <laughs> like really hard for me right now and like Yeah. This is what's happening. And then and now she knows like I'm not mad at her. This is not about her. I'm just upset and like maybe there's nothing she can even do about it, but it doesn't matter cuz I will yeah. get over it and she knows now that like we're not having But it could become a fight if I don't tell her. And she's just like, what is your problem? What did I do? Like, why are you acting like this? Like you said to me the other day, because I didn't communicate, you said, are you mad at me? And I said, no, I'm mad at our baby. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, but I should have just started with, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at this baby. (laughs) Another good question though, or another good point is ask that's yeah. part of communicating you can say you can say as many things as you want to you blue in the face but if you're not getting feedback and from them something you have to get it out grant of taught me is if you just go are you mad at me that is confrontational and sometimes they prefer it if you say how are you feeling right now you seem upset how are you feeling and make the where it's clear like the assumption i'm making is that you aren't necessarily mad at me and you could be like oh i'm not upset i was just lost in thought or just like instead of being like or like i'm thinking about this bread pudding i had three years ago it was a great <laughs> restaurant and this not everything's about you <laughs> but also i do like to say why are you mad to 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 be funny yeah. <laughs> rolling my eyes right now and then she gets annoyed and i say okay well you're acting mad so <laughs> i mean you're rolling your eyes i can't talk to you why when you're you acting this you're crazy mad? why would you why would you do that if you weren't yeah mad? he likes to gaslight me okay, as a joke like what are you my older sister <laughs> is this 2004 Listen, this is how we maintain a good friend <laughs> I, when you said call your mom, I was thinking about when I called my mom and I was just like, I don't know, like, he seems really great, but I just feel like, I don't know, like, I just sick of tired of, like, acting like this, like, perfect, got it together person. And her advice was, drink a beer and drop an F-bomb. See how he reacts. <laughs> As if that's, like, the standard for how men react to those things well she knew you were a baptist yeah. so it's like we met at a bar and i was like well we met at a bar and she was like already got one off the list <laughs> i wanted um, to be like and i'm pretty sure he's already cursed in front of me but saying i don't mind by usher on the way home from our first <laughs> it was whitney no no it was whitney houston and that song yeah so. Did I really play that song on the first date? No, was it no. the first date? No, no, no. I you just I think maybe. It was. I think it was. No, it was Whitney Houston and Justin Timberlake. I've. I'm I don't mind. Was positive. very early on in the relationship, but I think I think when we pulled in, it was playing Justin Timberlake, playing just, Mirrors. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I love Mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> That song's way too long for the drive from Zimberger to work. Listen, if y'all haven't heard I Don't Mind by Usher, it's so good. Yeah. Maybe I just... have, like, this, like, warm, happy memory of Grant singing this song about a stripper. <laughs> and it's, like, this, like, romantic song to me because every time we got in the car when we were dating, he would play it and he would sing to it and he was so cute. I <laughs> and I was, like, I'm falling in love with this guy. And... 
while he's singing this song. Maybe just fast forward through the rap portion. Yeah. <laughs> Moms, if you're listening, just don't listen to the that's, song. I needed, I think that's the first time I played it, I stopped it at the rap. Because I was like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> like, we're not there. <laughs> you yeah. can't hear this part of the song you've never heard before that I'm introducing. So. Um, but yeah, it's like a love song to me now. It's a love song <laughs> it's it's like our love song. He's saying, "Babe, I don't care that you're a stripper. I loved you. We should have danced to that at our wedding. <laughs> that should have been, <laughs> should have been our first dance. <laughs> if you dance on a pole, that'll make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess you can't even. You can't even it just gives me like a warm, happy feeling to hear it. Um, my so my generic advice. Sorry, just to paraphrase. Overcommunicate with your partner so that you guys are just always on the same page. Yeah. Like, have enough communication that you're both on the same page so that neither of you have to make assumptions about the other person ever. Yeah. Go ahead. So I would say don't ditch your friends. That is my advice for new couples because... Like don't start ignoring them yeah 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 because i felt like it was really refreshing to me i just didn't have a ton of friends at the time i did i did have some friends um and i just thought it was really refreshing that um we did a lot of things with your friends and also that like you had these outside relationships with your friends because i just felt like when we were together we enjoyed each other more when we then would have time with people that weren't each other i feel like with new couples it can be really especially if it's someone you're really into you just want to spend like a lot of time with them and and we did spend a lot of time together but there also just were like definitely days or nights that we didn't see each other that we just spent with our friends and I think especially at the beginning of a relationship like as people have been like dating longer they tend to like go back to their friends but in the beginning of relationships people tend to not make enough time for your friends and everyone will resent you for it (laughs) even after you marry that person and start hanging out with your friends again they will never let it go yeah I still hold on (laughs) because it's just like congratulations you're now with that person all the time and during those moments when you didn't have to be with them like when you were single like when you were living with us yeah (laughs) and you constantly ditched us every weekend to go hang out with her when it's like that's all you do now yeah (laughs) hang out with her now you know what time you'll never get back the time you could have been spending with us yeah yeah. You, good job. And I'm not saying like <laughs> like spend time with that person. Like you don't want to like just don't cry. It. You don't want to like like if it's a relationship or something you invest in you you have to like share the priority. What I hear you saying is don't make them your best friend. Don't marry <laughs> yeah, your best kind friend. Of. <laughs> because it's just like even now that we're married, I feel like when we have the time to go spend time with other people, like I come back and I like love you more. Or I feel stronger love for you more in that moment. You know, like, that feeling is there. Um, and it's, like, more than just, like, a, a like 
having time to myself. It's like spending time with another person and getting like different opinions and different perspectives and hearing other things like is so, I can just see how healthy that makes our relationship. Mm. And I feel like for new relationships, it's really important because you're going to get all in your head. And it's really easy, I think, especially for women to just like, all I'm thinking about is this relationship. And it's like all consuming my time and my thoughts and my energy. And so to like, Go have time with your girlfriends and just have something like, just have a day where it's like not about your relationship. Because is super great for balance. Out with friends as a couple does not count. Yes, just to be. Sometimes clear. you should. We definitely did you things with friends that, as a couple. But that is that is not what she's talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, like do like you as a couple always hanging out with other couples and only other couples makes you bad (laughs) makes you bad people yeah stop doing that yeah it's just like it is just i think just super important because like you need to be a health you need to be a healthy person and like only hanging out with that person you're in a new relationship with won't won't be healthy healthy. yeah or them yeah. And it's not fair to them because now they feel like they can't go hang out with their friends because you're spending every waking moment with them. Or it, it just is going to make your relationship stronger to split up and, and hang out with your friends. Yeah. And it makes your friendship stronger and, like, those friendships are going to carry into your marriage and they're going to be able to, like, continue to be there for and you. you. Might have to drop some friendships. Like, oh, my goodness. The, the number of people I would get up with before we were married yeah um it was astronomical because i had the bandwidth to do it yeah but then you know even just dating like i couldn't do that certainly not after we got married certainly not after we had kids so like the number of people that i am able to maintain a genuine close relationship with has dwindled yeah but like you just have to be aware of who are the relationships that i will prioritize yeah i think that's normal and i think people feel like that's normal i don't think anyone would accuse you of once grant got once grant started seeing carolyn he fell off the face of the earth you know like no one from your boys if yeah you hear it you say oh okay well ever since you started a relationship we never see you anymore never once have i heard that yeah once yeah and it's not because my friends aren't willing to absolutely spit roast me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so that is i don't think it's not because my friends are not absolutely willing to roast me spit roast is something sexual so i'm gonna cut that out (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i don't think i like really understand the value of friendships to a romantic relationship outside friendships to a romantic relationship until we started dating but again so much of my so much of me is like well i had really bad anxiety and depression back then so i didn't really like have friends that i did have friends but friends yeah what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, before you, it's not that I didn't have friends. Uh-huh. I just had, like, a ton of anxiety, so I didn't um, get a lot of, like, in- um, I didn't feel as encouraged in spending time with my friends because mm-hmm. I had so much anxiety. 
Yeah. So also, I introduced her to the majority of her best friends. <laughs> so, but sure. it was it was funny because one of her absolute best friends now, um, who actually lives down the street from us now because we're the best. Um, she bought a house closer to <laughs> the same neighborhood, but um, I did not know her. But I was with that same buddy that I was with when I met Care, and I told him I was like can you get her number? Like, date her. What are you doing? And he's just like, stop. No. Yeah. And I was like, if you don't get her number, I'm going to get her number for care. <laughs> <laughs> because that is a quality woman. Yeah. And I guarantee they would be great friends. So, like, I basically scheduled a play date, and now they're yeah. friends. So. And it's funny because her name is the same and spelled exactly the same as my other best friends like my two best friends have same. the same name yeah. it's meant to be but so, also i'm a great matchmaker is what yeah we're, is what we're saying yeah um i'm a good judge of character i should say and i understand personalities mm-hmm. i'm not a great matchmaker i'm over 12 yeah. <laughs> or whatever but you know what? Maybe it's because those people just don't know how to have relationships. <laughs> Maybe it has nothing to do with me. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, that was the last question. Those were fun. Yeah, they were. I feel like we learned something new about each other. It was nice um, because part of um, I don't know if it was I don't know if it was this episode or not because we've recorded a bunch at the same time. But um, they were asking, you know, how does how is having kids affected your friendship? Um, it was this episode. I couldn't remember what question it was until I said, oh, I'm like, yeah, that was this episode. But, um, we've said on this show that a big impetus for this podcast was because we don't have the time we used to have together mm-hmm. that we would just talk to one another. And so, like, this is a huge way for us to spend that time together and have those good conversations. And so people sending in those kinds of questions, even if it's super boring for you guys to listen to, (laughs) (laughs) it is, if nothing else, helpful for the, the purpose of this podcast. Yeah. So we appreciate it. Dear listener. Yeah. And those are fun questions to think about Greg from a few episodes. ago. (laughs) (laughs) I actually looked back and he, he did ask for us to change his name. So I'm glad I did. Okay. I just never use anyone's name because I just feel like even if they used their name, they probably don't want to. Yeah. They probably, they'll listen like, I wish I hadn't. Yeah. (laughs) Wish I hadn't hadn't said my name. Oh no. Um, That's why we haven't used our real names the entire time we've been on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. That's, we're the Buckners. We're so tired. It's so late. Um, Well, the holidays are approaching. Yeah. Go buy some of our merch. (laughs) (laughs) What if for everyone for Christmas we just gave them? That would be so funny. Stickers or shirts. Let's just go all out and get them sweatshirts. (laughs) There's like all these designs that don't have our faces on them, but let's do the faces one. Yeah. Get our faces. We should get the stickers. We can put them in our in in the stockings. That'd be cute. Order some stickers, put them in some stockings. Oh, I meant we should do that. Yeah, but now I'm telling the stickers to do it. Um, I'm I'm tired. I want to go eat some Halloween candy because it's it's Halloween here. 
Yeah. <laughs> We're from the past. Hello. We're uh, but in the meantime, Dawson collected so little candy at the trunk or tree. Oh, yeah. It's kind Even of sad. He got like six pieces. Picking up the pieces when I brought them around, because he wanted to ride the wagon. And so, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to take a fistful like It's like a teeny parking lot, and you're pulling him around in the wagon. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but anyway. That's neither here nor there. Uh, This has been Breakup Already. I have been Graham Buckner. And I've been Carolyn Buckner. And we will see you next time.